Do you want to do something cute in the beginning? No. No? All right. In three. Welcome to Lisa Beats Your Meat, episode 21. Tonight, Jimmy and I are talking about something spooky for the Halloween season. <laughs> Isn't that right? What are we talking about? Uh, lab meat, or they call it cellular agriculture, or... Clean meat. Clean meat. It has a lot of different names. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty complicated and confusing topic, but... We're going to dive deep into it. We're going to solve it all, as we, we usually do. do. Yeah. Um, before that, so we've been... This is our first in the last week. The last episode was Nathan Runkle. So we've had lots of meals since then that I'd like to catch you up on. Um, I had this awesome bit about beans because I love beans and they're so good for you. And I can't find the freaking paper. So I'm really mad about that. Maybe at some point. Eat your beans. Eat your beans. Yeah. Um, so tonight we had a lasagna with a tofu ricotta. I don't know if you guys have ever known that, but you can take tofu and put some frozen spinach with it, and it rem- it like resembles ricotta. Because ricotta doesn't really have a taste. Um, and then we went to a wedding over the weekend. Jimmy's sister got married in Binghamton. You got it. Binghamton, New York. Mm-hmm. Home um, of the Bearcats. Yeah. The other we ones. We just got like, oh, we had that risotto from, um, what was that restaurant? No, keep it up, man. I like the oh, sound of my Antonio's. voice. Oh, Antonio's. Antonio's. Yeah, Antonio's nice made us a sweet risotto with like, I don't know, a bunch of vegetables in it. It was delicious. Yeah, again, far from a vegan restaurant. No intention of being a vegan restaurant. Just knows that. No, they he need said I talked to him and I was like, option. I was like, do you usually make this vegan? He was like, yeah, that was our point. Yeah, it's on the menu. Yeah, as vegan. Uh, so that was cool. And then on our ride back, we had plenty of Taco Bell and Subway. <laughs> which was awesome. You messed up the Taco Bell pretty bad. I don't. Just a little bitter about that. It's not my fault. Well, this could be a lesson. I literally said no meat, no dairy, and she was she didn't get it. How is yeah. that my fault? Well, it's not your fault, but um, they did screw it up. But my warning to anyone ordering Taco Bell is pull it up in the app, um, v- or just Google vegan Taco Bell. It's the first thing to come up on their website. And speak the language of Taco Bell. What's the language of Taco Bell? Um, Yo quiero Taco Bell. I want to order the Power Supreme Burrito. Um, I would like it al fresco. I would like you to remove the beef and add beans. Remove the cheese. um, Remove the sauce. Um, I was like, can I have a Supreme Burrito al dente (laughs) with like an a la carte side? Well, she did. Screw she was up like, "I got it," because she did remove the beans and added extra beef. Um, but then well, I can tell you, I said no meat. Yeah, well, that I know, I know. But when you just say, "We're talking," no offense, but we're talking to people working at Taco Bell. Um, mm. They're generally kids, you know. It's so it's all new to them. A little bit of my fault, a little bit of her fault. Absolutely. Okay, so we had Taco Bell. Yeah, two end, orders of it. End of that story. <laughs> um, and then tonight, I made something that I'm really excited to eat tomorrow which is beans and rice. I don't know if you guys know, it's super cheap, beans and rice, and it's like the best meal ever. You First of all, you got to get like good rice, not just like brown rice, like a nice basmati rice. Or I don't Ooh. know if I'm pronouncing that right. But um, I did that rice with some red beans, and then I put some coconut milk in it. And it's got like a, I don't know, it's like a very, it's cool flavor. I I'm very excited. Wait. So where that's for dinner tomorrow night, and then um, I made tofu scramble for breakfast. You didn't even know. I saw it. I took yeah. a peek. It's gonna be exciting. So uh, that's the rundown of our food. Oh, I want to talk about other things too. Uh, we've got some really cool podcasts coming up in the future. We've no, got we just. Some... I mean, the last one we did was pretty pretty darn cool. Yeah. So besides Nathan Runkle, first on the docket, I think we got to get Tofu Louie on. Yeah. Well, real quickly after the Nathan Runkle interview. Um, which was a big deal. Mercy for animals, obviously. If you're in this world, is pretty important and popular and powerful. And um, to be able to interview him was pretty awesome. But then we went to his book signing a couple of days later, and the guy who catered it um, was a Louis. couple who catered. Oddly um, enough, not Louis. That's not, not his name. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he was like, hi. I was like, hey, Louis. He was like, no, that's not my name. Oh, they're a really cool couple, and we're gonna interview them yeah him and his wife run a catering thing smashed on that food for like a half hour really good 
Yeah, oh it was like gosh. embarrassing how many times I went back. Um, so he's going to be on our show. And then um, we talked with Joel Furman. Well, not Joel Furman himself, but like his uh, people. Well, if he's like us, it's Joel Furman pretending to be his people. <laughs> uh-huh. It's like Sarah Furman. I'm not me. Anyways, um, he wrote the book Super Immunity, and it's I've re- I've referenced this book a ton. It's um, yeah, on the show. I think it, we showed it once. Yeah, it's um, it's like a bible of what you should be eating, and it's like um, you know, I, that's why I'm obsessed with beans because I read that book, and he was like, you should eat beans. He has a new book coming out called Fast Food Genocide. Mm, right? Yes. Yeah, doesn't sound controversial at all. <laughs> right up our alley. Um, so we're going to be interviewing him in um, I don't know a couple weeks. We got to read the book real quick, and then um, we'll have him on. And we're hoping. Oh, we're hoping. Don't get your hopes up, Lisa. I don't. I think my hopes are up. <laughs> so. I emailed Moby and yeah, uh, my best friend and um, his people emailed us back. And so they were like, tell us more about yourself and maybe so maybe we'll get him on the show. We'll get him on the show. That would be hilarious. We'll bug the shit out of him until he's on. He'll be on. Um, And uh, the Nathan Runkle thing that we just did, if you listen to it or whether you didn't or didn't, we're going to put that on YouTube because uh, we did film that just we've been busy. But yeah, episode 21, though. Is just Lisa and Jimmy. Just us. All right, so episode 21. Yeah. Spooky. It's in the Halloween theme. I don't know if it's spooky. But it's not. It's a stretch. I just really like Halloween. It could be. The one one thing I read that there's an ick factor to this conversation. Icky, icky Halloween. I find it kind of ironic, but. No, we'll have a Halloween special. Okay. I already have some ideas in mind. Fair enough. Well, lab meat. Um, is a pretty weird one. I didn't hear about this until recently, and it's always kind of been more of like a, this might happen someday. I knew about it when I was like 10. Yeah, you've been telling me about this for a while, but I think more recently it's become... An actual thing. Yeah, a possibility. It was an actual thing when I knew about it when I was 10, too. No, no one ever ate anything until 2013. When I was 10, my mom was like, someday this will be made in a lab. And I was like, okay. Well, speaking of that, in 1931, Winston Churchill mm-hmm. um, was quoted. This is his quote: we'll, "We shall escape the absurdity of growing the whole chicken in order to eat the breast or wing by growing these parts separately under a suitable medium." Winston so, Churchill said that. Yes, in 1931. It's so he he predicted this. A lot of people predicted this because it. Um, As did I. Yeah, it's. I mean, today it's more obvious probably than then, but we are running out of room and space and. Mm-hmm. So that's what I went on to walk, talk about tonight. We're going to talk about what is cellular agriculture. Cellular agriculture. We'll talk about the environmental benefits. We'll talk about the health, well, maybe be. benefits or maybe not. And then obviously there's some cruelty that comes into it too. Um, and we're you on. Mean lack thereof cruelty? Yeah, maybe. Um, well, it's got to be there. less. There's, yeah, it's, it's probably, <laughs> it's probably not, less. Yeah, it's not definitely comparable. less. But there is still some. Um, but we're on Instagram Live. There's a few people up there. Um, if you're watching us, we can't really see what you're saying. I definitely but can't see. We we enjoy feedback Sorry. as we go along. We just um, we'll interact there in a minute. But uh, okay, so lab meat. What is it? So yeah, I didn't. I had, I'm not a scientist, as you might not know. Yeah, um, I knew that. But I'll try but to explain this science. the best I can. I don't hate. I do hate science. It's no. a pain in the butt. Science is a pain in the butt. <laughs> Jesus. Well, like learning about it in school. I think I was turned off by it because um, it changes so often. But that's what science is. It's, you know, continually growing and gathering more information and drawing conclusions from that. But as time goes on, those are going to change. So I was more frustrated. When you study history, you're just, you're more analyzing perspectives. What and science those class were you in high school? Like changing theories? Like I, I took an astronomy class. I that doesn't change. In the intro, Pluto. the guy was like... I know you guys had to spend $70 on this book, but in five years, everything in it will be wrong. And I was like, this that's terrible. Right. But it's not the case for... For lab meat? Well, for traditional well-done science that has a lot of consistent, you know, studyable, measurable things. Lab meat, though, no, it, there's a huge gray area. And, uh, and that's not a reason to dislike it, but it is a reason to start paying attention to it. Uh, so I'll try to explain what happens. There's a, a few different methods for how they grow lab meat. Um, I don't quite understand them, but this is what I read and this is what I understand in my own words. From experts. From experts, in my own words, from YouTube videos. Now, um, <laughs> actually, the Mercy for Animals book um, that we just 
promoted on the last one. Um, if, if you haven't got that yet, pick it up. It ends with two chapters of very clear understanding of lab meat, and not just how it's done, but um, economically, how people are getting involved involved in this and the companies that are on the forefront. He does a really good job explaining it in very clear, understandable, um, probably better than I'm about to do here, but just in a paragraph. So we know, well, I don't, but stem cells are something common um, that we, we hear about all the time. So essentially they take a stem cell, has to come from a live animal, so it's harvested from them, but it can be done cruelty-free mm-hmm. nicely. They No harm. They just need a cell. They don't feel it, yeah. Um, and then that cell is made up of uh, muscle and fat cells because um, it's tissue. So they separate the two, and muscle is what you know, you're know you eating when you're eating meat um, with some fat. But they take You the don't mu- eat the fat? We do, but not... Uh, it usually accompanies the meat. Okay. A lot of people cut that off of chicken and beef and things like that. Okay. Um, but when you're eating bacon, sometimes you're just eating straight up slabs of it. But okay. the muscle is what you're going after. You need a cheeseburger and a okay. um, things like I that. I didn't know. Well, they take these muscle cells and they put them into like a culture um, or like a favorable environment that will cause like them a petri dish? to grow. Yeah, and there has to be some like nutrients in there, which we'll talk about in a little bit, um, what actually keeps them growing. Um, that's where the cruelty comes in. But um, one cell, like you said, can grow into trillions. Um, so one cell is all they need to really have indefinite amount of these um, growing if they have the right environment. So then they grow into myotubes. Myotubes. Now, if we had a science teacher with us right now, they could probably explain that. I don't know what that means. They just join together into a tube-like shape. And then they have to, they have to build around something. Um, so they'll put them into like a... You know, like a cylinder, or someday they're saying it's the size of an Olympic swimming pool. Um, oh my God! Yeah, a pool full of fake meat. <laughs> yeah. You swim through it like that's Scrooge terrifying. McDuck. Um, but there's like it's like a ring of gel that it it attaches to, and it'll grow on that, and it'll it'll essentially these strands can grow and be shaped into the you know the shape of a hamburger. Right. Uh, and that's that's the basic, most common way that this is being done right now. Um, we'll talk about a little bit more of the details there. But it's funny that that's exactly what – it's weird. I, w- I went to the doctor today because I had knee surgery a couple weeks ago, and he told me that um, – That's what happened with your cartilage? Yeah. That's kind of what he did. Yeah. I was missing a big chunk of cartilage in my knee, and they put some kind of structure in there, some kind of graft or something, and he said he just drilled some holes – into i think my knee yep and it caused blood and then cellular growth right that needs to attach onto something i was paying intently well you never explained that to me i did too uh the really hot surgeon told me so i was (laughs) like oh i get it Mm -hmm, yeah do you want to take notes let's talk about this some more well he was handsome as ever today but he did the job and i explained it really well um, we said my knee is doing fine, but I guess that's a new technology, which sounds like the same thing as this. I mean, they've been... All right, so they just grow it in a lab. That, yeah. it's, it's exactly like what we would think. Yeah. Okay. Um, Simple, but, but, there's some but issues probably a there. little bit more detailed than we yeah. are saying. It's pretty bland. It doesn't taste exactly like meat. And then there's things that they're going to do to that to make it... Right. Is it missing some components or is it just exactly like... No, it can be. Um, and we'll address that in a minute here. Um, you can leave things out and put things in. What kind of things? Um, well, like fat, you different can make kinds it... of fat, amounts of fat. Okay. Because you're at you're, you've separated those two, and then you're going to add them back together. Okay. Um, so who do you want to talk about first? Cruelty, environment, health. Ooh, let's do health. Um, dealer's choice here. Well, we talk about that a lot on here. You know, that's what really sent me into veganism. Is the health? Is the health? Yeah. Um. So why is it healthier? Well, there's a few reasons it can be healthier. You know, you never answer my questions. Like you I'm said, like, why is it healthier? Yeah, and you're like, well, let's start from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> like, just give me an answer. I have to repeat the question. Okay, is um, it healthier? That first thing in my notes just says shit and piss. Um, I don't know if they can argue that that's involved in the health process, but you what? have removed all the fecal matter. You've removed. Oh. Um. So there's hormones pumped into these animals. So um, it's more, it's like a healthier meat in that it's um, more, more it's, it's more pure than the type of meat are, that's being served today. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, I, I think we said what, 80% of antibiotics are used 
in uh, these animals. Yeah. So hormones are pumped in. Um, something called estradol. Have you ever heard of that? Estradol? E-S-T-R-A-D-I-O-L. I don't know. I don't know what this is. Um, but it's something that they use in farm animals in America um, that Europe banned in 2003. Um, and we still use it. Spooky. Yeah, it's sweet. <laughs> you need like a little ghost yeah. um, button. Um, <laughs> but anyways, it's going to be a pure form of meat, obviously. You're not going to have any um, hormones in there. You're, gonna, you're not going to need to pump these up with steroids. You're not going to need to put antibiotics in them. And then also they're not going to be, you know, exploding intestines when you're slicing them up in the slaughterhouse. So you're not going to have fecal matter. You're not going to have, you know, urine and all the other things that, um, sorry to break it to you, are, are in your meat. Uh, <laughs> the uh, um, red meat and processed meat is stuff we've talked a lot about in here. Um, we were just talking about this the other day. We just talked about processed meat. Yeah. And how bad it is? Yeah. Yeah. So is this considered processed meat? It's like the ultimate processed. No, it's meat, it's right? not. I mean, you could probably process this meat, um, but this is going to be real meat. Okay. Where processed meat is, um, they take you know scraps and stuff and they grind it up and you know it's yeah highly processed. That's a carcinogen or carcinogen according to the World Health Organization. It's funny the our school district we did a a lunch episode a couple that was like two ago yeah school lunches today uh columbus city schools which is the largest public school district in ohio and one of the largest public school districts in the whole entire country posted on facebook in the world, in the world a picture probably a picture of a kid eating chicken nuggets with a carton of milk and it said um, Wait, columbus city schools our school district uh it's all it's public schools in general okay. um I don't care. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> They're going to come fire you? going to pay the bills somehow. We're going to quit anyways. The podcast. We're going to be rich. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> it's just cost us money so far. Yeah, but it really has. We'll, we'll get some sponsors with our cool new guests eventually. Um, anyways, they posted a picture of a uh, kid eating chicken nuggets, and it said, like, today's, like, national school lunch day. Yeah. Or like, week. It was like, way to kick off National School Lunch Week with this healthy meal It actually nuggets. said healthy meal under it, and that's just insane. Me and Jimmy were like, ha, that's so stupid. Blech. Trash talk, trash talk, trash talk. A lot of our, our vegan banter can be debated, but. Again, the World Health Organization has labeled this a carcinogen. Yeah. But um, wait, let's get back. So processed meats. All right. Is, well, this is not a processed meat. No. I mean, technically, they could probably go further to process it, but uh, this is not a processed meat. Okay. But um, those are the things that we use in the processed meat, so, like the hormones, and antibiotics. All that stuff is just- It won't um, be in it. This will be a cleaner meat. Okay. Like, a they call cleaner it clean meat. meat. Right. Cleaner meat. Got clean it. meat. Um. We can also talk about is it a vegan meat um, if we want to, but um, the, in terms of well, that's health, that's like an oxymoron. Yeah, not not necessarily. Not if science can change it. Because what is vegan? What does that no term animal mean? products? Yeah, to me that's what it means. Um, but there's a debate as to why that term. So there's going to be like people in the future vegans that are like, do you eat lab meat? Oh, I judge them. I'm on a lab meat based diet. Yeah. I don't, that's going to be weird. It is going to be weird, and it's gonna. it looks like it's going to happen. Um, so as this gets processed, they can determine how much fat they put in it, okay. uh, what types of fat, good fat, bad fat. Um, and th they have to also keep in mind flavor. Um, right. That's why they're doing this, because they want you know people, people to, to still eat it. Eat it. Um, but there's something you've called, a, heard of heme iron, H-E-M-E? -E? No. No. I thought you were the scientist. Well, you keep throwing out. You I'm couldn't want me to like research them. Well, I don't know. I, it's so apparently um, there's some debates over. Um, so with with the red meat being a potential carcinogen, which I think it is one, but that's according to the World Health Organization, and then processed meat being a carcinogen according to them, and all this health aspects that go into meat. There's no actual factual understanding as to why some of these things cause cancer. Um, okay. So there's theories and there's studies, um, but nothing that's conclusive enough to really be oh, able to narrow it so down. So they don't know if lab meat will cause cancer. They don't, but they think that this iron, a certain type of iron in meat, is something that causes cancer. And they have linked it 
uh, multiple times in several studies to colon cancer. Interesting. Yeah, right? Okay. But this can be taken out. Oh, oh got it. Yeah, Check. Done. Check. But, <laughs> but, this is a big but, uh, the lab meat will look yellow when you take this out. <gasps> really? Yeah. Well, I'm sure they can come up with something. Yeah, to just kind of diet or something, kind of yeah. like our, our uh, fake burgers. Yeah. Um, so that would be kind of weird, but uh, remember, remember green ketchup? Yeah, and like black off. ketchup, and purple. Yeah, that was I don't weird. Know what that was thinking? No, I tried some strange things. Um, saturated fat can be removed from it. Cool, can um, all cholesterol? That's the thing. I don't understand that. And I really couldn't find any one who was really talking about that because. My understanding of the health aspect of being a vegan is, is that you, cholesterol you is the bad part. Yeah, you consume zero cholesterol. Yeah. It's not in anything that we eat. And that's what causes heart disease. Right. Um, so I'm well, not a, sure. A cause, not the cause. Uh, yeah, a cause. I'm just, but I'm just dotting my T's and crossing my I's. I don't care. I'm okay. just going for it. Anyways. So uh, they, we don't know if they can remove cholesterol, but they can remove a lot of the fats. Yeah, and then process-wise, um, nitrates are Those what's, are bad. Yeah, that's something that also can't be removed. Um, they cannot not be, be removed? Well, they're not going to be able to simulate like bacon, which everyone's obsessed with, because that's mostly fat. Right. That's super-duper processed. Yeah. Um, that's loaded with nitrates. Okay. Um, lunch meats, so when you go to Subway Wait, and- what? Yeah, nitri- I know what nitrates are, but they're not going to be in lab meats, or they are going to be? They, lab meats can't really simulate processed meat, so they're not going to be able to replace these things. Oh. There's well, not, not going to be a you fake take, bacon. There can be a fake re- cheeseburger. But you could replace... Okay, so why can't we make fake bacon? I thought it was just like a, like a you're reproducing the muscle. And the fat. So what's to say you I can't make a hamburger? I thought they were just like growing a limb of <laughs> an animal. <laughs> like they could grow like its leg. This is a spooky episode. <laughs> That's how I saw it. But from what I've understood, they're just they're just recreating the muscle of these animals and then taking those pieces and kind of stringing them together into the shape. So okay, um, so you're not going to make a chicken wing like a with like a bone in it. Yeah, well, and I'm sure bone. that could happen down I the road. I think that's going to happen. Yeah, because they're growing like ears and stuff. They can grow a, a steak or something like it. Yeah, or I mean, bacon down the road. So all right, but you're just saying the technology right now in science is that they can only grow like cells and. Sh- and form it into something. Yeah, like not... ground ground beef is really what they're doing right now. Got and, it. Um, so they're they're not going to replace the chicken wing or the bacon strip. Um, although, right. as we know, the plant based community has done a fantastic job replacing all of these things without yeah. animals. But maybe that could be what we talk I, about. Do you know? I think we've talked about this, but I've never had bacon, and I don't feel the need to. I find that people that are like obsessed with bacon, like that's gross. Like usually. Not to like shit on people, but I feel like people are like bacon. Oh my god, bacon! I'm like, unless you're like in perfectly good shape, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't like have talk I heart about bacon shirt on. Yeah, because it's like obviously bacon's super bad for you, and if you're going on and on about how much you love it, like I don't know, I just think that's like not a good look. I agree. You no, know? like, uh, I didn't know when I was eating bacon. I mean, I liked it, but I wasn't like. I need a bacon like pillowcase on my bed or something like that. Oh my god! I just think that's the worst when people do that. Yeah, yeah, it's silly. It's just obnoxious. I didn't know it was like processed meat though. I you just, just thought, thought it, was... it was like sliced off of a pig. Yeah, it's not like a certain cut of meat. That's th- what like it, that's what it, people it like seems like. Yeah, but that it's apparently would... like the most processed, one of the most processed things you eat. Yeah, like lunch meat, bacon, and that's it's the same thing with cheese. Like I just I love my cheese. Yeah, we've talked a lot about that. Yeah. Oh, do you need to be on Instagram? You I'm just fixing the the Instagram Jimmy camera. Jimmy needs here? to have his his mug seen. Of course. Um, well, does that cover enough of the health? Um, yeah. Well, so we don't the, really know, I guess. So the question still is yet to be determined: Is it healthy or not? And it's we don't. Healthier. It's healthier. It's got to be healthier. Okay, it's healthier, um, but we don't know. It's not like healthy. Yeah, right? and in today's modern. Um, production facilities. There's no way to to make meat as clean as you would if you maybe grew something in your yard and slaughtered it. Right. Um, that would that would be obviously healthier than going out and eating a cheeseburger. Okay. Or your you now know. my I think 
Oh, wait. We're going to talk about how if we like it or not at the end, right? Can I talk about it now? No, I'm going to talk about it now. Yeah, go ahead. Um, my thing, um, there's like different paths to being a vegan. Like everyone has a different kind of like theory on it. And I think a theory that I like to adhere to is that I just want a whole foods diet. I want to see what my food is. You know, like I want to know that like, oh, I'm eating a carrot or I'm eating broccoli or I'm eating beans or something like I like that better than not knowing um, that like that phrase, like the closer to the ground, the better it is for you. And I like that mentality. Um, I'm down with the lab meat and the fact that it's going to cut down on cruelty of animals, which is like my ultimate goal. So I'd say like my ultimate reason for being a vegan is because I love animals. And then the second one would be health reasons. So for the, the compassion part of it, like totally down with it. But would I dabble in it? And I think we talked about this before. I feel like I would be cool with lab meat if it was available, um, for, Sorry. <laughs> for um for like an every once in a while thing, like a treat, but lab meat it just it it is straying away from like the whole foods kind of mentality that a lot of vegans have adopted. Because it is I mean it is processed and it might be clean, but I don't know. I feel like I try to preach this out to people that like know what you're eating and this was kind of like Kind of the opposite of yeah and we're that. fighting an uphill battle and we talk about how veganism is or plant-based diets or just eating more plants than people used to is it's like a new really fastly gro- growing trend but it's not growing anywhere nearly as fast as the population is growing yeah of kids of people who aren't vegans right so yeah more it, people are meat eating meat than vegans yeah <laughs> and it's we're not catching up to the new generations of people being born meat right. eaters. So this is a good solution. Yeah. We it's, might not I mean, be. don't get me wrong. Like, I'm all for it. I'll, this is cool. I'm down with it. I'm just saying, like, when it comes to planning my meals out, my meals aren't going to change that much with this new option. No. I, if that makes sense. I, I completely agree. But for someone who does eat, you know, a hamburger a couple times a week, this is an awesome option. What's the cost going to be? Mm, yes. Well, we can talk about that. The That's where it's tricky. Um, the first burger that came out in 2013 um, was about $350,000 to produce. And then uh, they got it down a that's little bit. That's like half of our monthly grocery bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whole foods or whole paycheck. Oh. <laughs> the uh, um, one that Nathan Runkle ate. Was like a three thousand dollar meatball. So he did taste one of these meatballs, and he was like, "I haven't had meat in what do you say, ten, fifteen years?" But he was Probably. like, "It was meat." I yeah, mean, it was it was clear to him that it was done properly. But um, the swimming pool thing we mentioned earlier—that's yeah. they need higher production. So right now, obviously, obviously, it's just research. Um, but, but it might cost less down the road. It's going to. They're saying they could get this down easily if the science continues to grow the way it is to uh, under $10 a patty. Which that would just be cool because people, the consumers, are always going to go for the cheapest option. Yeah. And if they can get it down comparable to... I mean, think about the efficiency of this compared to an operation. Well, actually, we should talk about that because it seems kind of efficient, but it almost isn't, I guess. I don't know. The, The complications of making it taste and look and smell, which I just read, is a big factor in why we like meat. Um, okay. To make it smell and do all those things. Smelling is a huge um, part of eating. It's going to take a lot of, of the process. I, didn't, I never thought about that. So your eyes. It was a question. Oh, yeah. If it looks good, it tastes good. That's yeah. My, my manager told me when I was a cook at a restaurant. That's, yep. It works. Um, but to get all those things replicated to make it be as meat-like as possible is yeah. a lot of, it's, lot of a, it's a process, a lot more than just coming up with this lab meat. There's even people saying how like you, you might have to like pump like artificial blood through it or make it like Ew. exercise the meat somehow. Like muscles that we consume on these animals have lived and grown and even though they're in confinement and they're in terrible conditions, they're Their still muscles are they're still, still being muscles used. that have been worked and grown and and you know, developed. Whereas you just grow it in a lab, it's it's a muscle that's never actually been used. So mm. the flavor and the texture and the consistency are gonna be different also. Interesting. Um well, the environment stuff, um, obviously, this is this is a this is a no brainer. Um, the destruction that 
animal agriculture is doing to the world people are having a little bit of trouble ignoring yeah uh, they've That's done funny. a pretty good job for a while i got in, like an argument with one of my students today and he was like um if everyone stops eating cows and meat and dairy then um cows and chickens will overpopulate and <laughs> like rule the world and i was like no man and then i told i didn't even know how to like respond to that i was just like okay and then i told him how um animal agriculture is way worse in the environment than cars and um you know all vehicles and he his mind was just blown like i told it to him like five times and he just kept being like what (laughs) i don't think so i was like no and then he tried to argue with me that methane is a natural um gas that's okay for the environment i was like no it's Hmm. not well like i said i'm the farthest from anyone that would consider themselves an environmentalist but yet um, you are. I, I mean, I care about the earth. I just. Well, why um, else are you? Why are you vegan? Because of health or the environment? Well, that's what did it. I mean, the cowspiracy. That which was is more all environment. environment. That's all environment. That um, I'm just saying I'm not I wasn't someone out there every day advocating for saving the planet. Right. I drive a V8 that gets 13 miles per gallon. And, yeah. Um, things like that. But. You know, to to look at something that has such an incredible effect on the environment yeah. and say like, wow, I could really make a difference. Not just you know, yeah. turning off the water when I brush my teeth or recycling my beer can. Like, I, I like could leave do the water huge. running now, <laughs> in hopes that someone would ask me, and I'll be like, I'm a fucking vegan. <laughs> Did you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the That's why I love driving our car around. It's the V8. It's gigantic. And I'm waiting for the day that someone's like, you know, that's not very efficient. I'll be like, bitch, I'm a fucking vegan. <laughs> you should get like one of those stickers that's like yeah. plant runs on plants or something. Yeah. Well, so yeah, just to recap on that, and if you've seen Cowspiracy or we've talked about this a million times, um, animal agriculture, um, half the, the world's emissions, more than everything combined, um, transportation-wise, so planes, trains, cars, buses. It's um, all not as bad as animals. Yeah, all Stop together. eating them, people. Arguably uses about a third of the world's drinkable fresh water. Um, arguably between 25 to 45% of the Earth's land is used for animal agriculture, um, a majority of the U.S. land, and then 91% of the Amazon destruction of the rainforest that's just being mowed down Decimated. every single day. 91% of that is animal agriculture. So did we not learn from Fern Gully? I might. I never saw that. You never saw Fern Gully? No. God, that like, you like shaped. To give me a quick rundown. Shaped like my like theories on life. Maybe it would have been vegan sooner. It was like about fairies in the rainforest, and they were getting <laughs> mowed down for their for their trees. I saw Avatar. It was kind. It was like a. <laughs> Avatar to- is a total rip on Fern Gully. Oh, like just, 100%. just a different planet. Yeah. God, come to think about it, they're like really the same movie. What were the Fern Gully? Were they people? No, they were little tiny fairies. Animals? Just little fairies? Jesus. Whoa, hold on a second. Avatar, that guy becomes one of the avatars, right? Yeah. In Fern Gully, one of the guys that was mowing down the rainforest, a spell was cast on him, and he became one of the fairies. Oh, my god. That's gosh. the exact same movie. <laughs> Nothing's original these days. Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> my mind is blown. Lisa just got really fired up. That's, ex- that's exactly the same concept. And he <laughs> falls in love with like one of the fairies. Man. That's the same thing that happened in Avatar. It is. Wow. Okay. All Moving right. on. We'll go back. <laughs> we'll break this down in the future. That's hilarious. Um, but anyways, so it's it's really hard to argue that this isn't gonna be better. Um, but Oxford did a study on this, um, a pretty big study, and they said it's about it they predict about ninety six percent less greenhouse gas. Wow. Um eighty two to ninety six percent um water use. Um obviously uh the land issue I think they said ninety nine point five percent less land because these will just be laboratories. There's lots of swimming pools everywhere full of meat. Exactly. Um so that's I mean, that's pretty cool. Even if you or I never ate lab meat. Um, other people probably would just because, again, regular meat's just not going to be sustainable. It's just, no. they're, they're just going to run out of room. We're going to run out of water. Um, and we're going to start to see the destruction become a lot more devastating. So that's pretty cool. That was exciting. 
Yeah. So do we hit them? Environment? I want. Do we want to talk about how we feel about it? Well, cruelty. Yeah, that's that's your jam. Isn't there um, just like not gonna be any? Well, actually, there there is. There's one weird thing. Have you ever heard of a? Uh, what a Debbie Downer. I know. BFS bovine fetal serum. Well, bovine is a cow, fetal's a baby, and serum's like a syrup you put on your face at Damn. night to make your wrinkles go away. You know what's up. So it's a cow. This stuff's in a lot of things that serum? people argue the if they're a, vegan. What is a cow? What is this? Uh, well, in this instance, it's a, the growth medium that they need to make it grow keep it growing yeah but it's used in a lot of other things what's it used in i saw like something even about like tampons sometimes you hear like weird questions like is that vegan yeah it's because they use this bfs in it are tampons vegan i don't know maybe that could be their next episode okay um that's a question that i've seen a lot i obviously don't care no (laughs) it doesn't apply to me but um there's got to be like organic ones or something in terms of lab meat it's um a really messed up process to get this. But Tell this, me the process. This is kind of what they're going to need. So um, the study that I read, they it's it's pretty secretive, but they, they got down to the bottom of how this is done. Um, but like you said, fetal, bovine, um, they take a calf from the mother, um, usually a mother that dies and the calf hasn't died yet. Yeah. Um, they pull out the embryo. Uh, or sorry, the fetus from the uterus. Um, it's still alive. And to get this, you have to extract it from a beating heart. So they they stick a needle into the heart this is some of the fetus shit. and extract the blood. And it could take up to 35 minutes to and get the thing's everything alive? out. Yeah, and there's debate over whether or not the, it can feel it or if this is suffering or yes, not. Yes, you can feel it if you're ripping something from their heart and they're alive. It's a fetus. It's... <laughs> Do you want to go down that road? I'm not arguing. I'm just saying. I think this that is pretty... fetus can feel it. Yeah. So this, if Jeez. you're anti-cruelty, I mean, this is a pretty cruel they thing. They can't use something else? But it's they. Th- that's what they're, they're looking towards. So there's um, obviously what? M- most of the- Why is this a thing? I don't know. <laughs> what was it called again? Uh, bovine, bovine fetal, fetal serum. serum. BFS. It's very common. It's a, They do this to one to two million- um, Fetus is a year. What is wrong with people? It's who came up with this? First of all, is like I know what we should do. Let's extract the blood from this calf. That's like or this fetus. That's literally like um, some voodoo stuff. Like I feel like this is like what the Aztecs did to like. I just offended Aztecs, but I feel like this is like some like really backwards practice. Well, maybe we'll revisit this in episode 22 with exactly what that goes into. Because it obviously isn't just for lab meat. They're doing this to one to two million fetuses a year. Um, but I just honestly, I don't know what it what it goes into. I just I researched it in terms of um, lab meat. But it's the best tampons. thing they can use as the growth serum or as the growth formula to get the muscle to continue to grow and to reproduce. Um, so obviously not great. But... So most of this is expensive. Like I said, the three hundred thousand dollar, you know, burger. So this mm-hmm. is driven by profit. Um, it's driven by the interest of efficiency. It's not driven by a bunch of vegans trying to save animals. So right. the thought of this being part of the process is okay. This is just how it has to be. But some of these companies that are coming forward now that are getting more traction are doing serious research on uh, algae, which is. Algae's legit. Algae's good, got a lot of um, like uh, energy, different and, things it can do. Um, even mushrooms are saying might be able to. Mushrooms also have a lot of different things to do, do this instead of the the heart juice of a fetus. Heart juice of a baby fetus. Yeah, a so, calf. So we talk about cruel, that's cruelty. Devastating. Um, that's pretty crazy. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but I read today that PETA offered. And this is in 2008. They offered a one million dollar prize for whoever could produce quote by PETA, produce commercially viable quantities of vitro lab-grown chicken meat. All right. One, I know everything. No, oh, yes. Yeah, I, I knew sh- that. I and then two, um, it, that's $1 million. It would, I feel, it didn't it cost $300,000 to make something like- No, that was the final product. It cost millions for the research. Right. That. Yeah. I feel like $1 million is like a drop in the bucket. Of yeah. like the potential of the say or the the earnings and the profit of this, you know, 
turns out nobody got it. Well, obviously, isn't didn't like Bill Gates put out like a thing like that one time? Uh, well, no. Well, he I don't know if he put a thing out, but he's he's heavily invested. So, um, it's funny we just talked to Nathan Runkel last week, and uh, in 2014 is when that PETA million dollar prize um, expired. So nobody nobody scored that. But in 2016, the Good Food Institute, mm-hmm. which is a spinoff of Mercy for Animals, so this Runkel guy, Jesus, yeah. So they got so big that like a piece broke off called the Good Food Institute, which is part of. They function in uh, like Silicon Valley, so they're like, okay, they're big time. So their mission is to promote clean meat, uh, meat which is quote by the meat that is produced through cellular agriculture um, instead of slaughter. And uh, Bruce Federich, I guess, is the guy for this, um, the Good Food Institute's executive, and uh, it's one of the leading researchers in this. And then Richard Branson. And Bill Gates and some They're other all it. billionaires have invested in not necessarily just them, but in a couple of these companies. Like Memphis Meats? Memphis Meats is another big one. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, we talk about how cool it would have been would have been to invest in Netflix or mm-hmm. Amazon or Let's invest. Toyota or Apple or um, Can we but do that? none of these are publicly traded yet. Why? because uh, they're not really products yet. Okay. That you can well, buy. once they do. Yeah, I mean, if they if Could any you of these... edit this out from the podcast as well? <laughs> yeah. No one should know. <laughs> it's a secret. If any of this stuff went public, I would buy it in a second because I think this will take off, and I would probably wouldn't even be like you said. A, I don't think I would be a, a supporter of it, um, purchasing it. But anyways, um, that is the cruelty aspect of it. Um, so, so there, it turns there out is... there's a little cruelty in it. Yeah, a couple of these companies said they might have to maintain a small. Um, herd of the different animals to get these collections off. There's just off one of cow, and... like in the lab that they keep in a cage. That they just keep taking cells from. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Like in like a closet. He'd probably like... be treated well if he was just like the cow's like mooing, and the researchers are like, "What's that? Nothing. Shh, it's fine. It's no one. It's the... <laughs> it's just the cow we keep in our in our closet. We take stuff from it. Well, obviously, we get be her pregnant every than, once in a while and take take now. blood from her from her calf. I think we've talked about this before, though. You gotta, you gotta adapt. You know, I'm not gonna feel sorry for the companies that aren't looking into this. Yeah. Um, but even like, uh, just don't use this growth thingy. Some of these companies that are considered bad guys in the animal agriculture world, like Tyson Chicken, they've even turned some investments in this direction. Yeah. So it does come down to profit. I actually was watching something, um, and someone who was like a, it was like a chicken farm or a pig farm or something. That pig farm. Um, was they were investing and they were broadening their horizons and they were trying to uh, start new products that were nothing to do with animals. And they were, I don't know, someone asked some question about it and they're like, well, you know, if you don't diversify your product and you don't constantly change with what's going on in your world, then you're going to, your business dies. And I thought that was really cool because it's like, yeah, I'm not down with you raising pigs and stuff, but I am, I'm not like anti business, you know, like there is a, we all have to eat food, yeah, and if we're absolutely. not eating meat, we got to eat something else. So you might as well kind of adapt and mold your business to the next, you know, phase of what we need. It comes down to like you. We've talked about this a lot, but like the consumer dictates what, um, what we what we want and what's out there. So the what more we're gonna get. Yeah. right, the more we start buying a you know one product or whatever, it's going to become big. Like soy milk is a great, um, you know, example of this. Like I feel like no one drinks regular milk anymore it's like, getting pretty rare yeah like people that are like way not vegan they're like i just i don't know i just go for the soy milk was, or the almond milk i was listening to the radio today in the car and uh is it carson daly is he the guy with like the morning um, national talk show he's on the today show uh, who am i thinking of no uh ryan seacrest yeah ryan seacrest is the radio guy and one of the other djs was like well i know you like your soy milk ryan but you don't even buy it you make it and he was like I don't make it. He's like, my wife does. They make <laughs> they their make soy milk? Their soy milk. Or their or no, almond milk? They're almond milk. Sorry, they're almond milk. That's legit, um, But man. it is more popular. It's funny that you say that, too, because on our road trip, we we ate the Taco Bell. We already talked about that. But we also stop at Subway, and we eat. You know, I get every single veggie except for black olives because they're and gross. I, I get every single veggie because I'm an adult and eat all my veggies. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm- Ew, I hate black olives. They're terrible. They're Anyhow. like feet. 
But I was thinking about that even when, when this came up with Nathan Runkle in the last interview. I was thinking like, should we be supporting these companies that ninety percent of their product is horrific? Like the everything else Taco Bell is selling, yeah, um, promotes everything terrible with animal agriculture. But um, no, we should support. We should support. It's it like what you just said. We're going in there and telling them, as a consumer, we want something different from you. Yeah. And we will come in here and get that different thing from you. And that's probably why, you know, Taco Bell has a vegan option. Sli- Even like on their website. page of their website. Yeah. So that's it's pretty cool. You don't understand your impact, man. Consumers. We yeah. have the biggest impact. It's uh, by far, especially when it comes to what we're spending our money on. I do. I am like a typical... You know, middle aged. I'm not middle aged. How old am I? I don't know. But typically, I'm like the not middle aged. But I'm like the <laughs> consumer, though. I do all the grocery shopping. I buy all the stuff for this home. Like I'm who consumers is trying to market to. No, hundred percent. So I'm the one that's gonna dictate. So you know, females out there running your household or by yourself, you gotta you gotta make the right choices business wise. Yeah, remember when uh, Wendy's made the veggie burger? Uh, the black bean burger? Yeah. Yeah, and then they, like, stopped it. Didn't work. Your mom was like, I'll bring you some. Oh, my God. My mom put, like, <laughs> so many of them. Because she just, again, like, we want to. We just wanted to support something that we hope sticks around. And yeah. uh, we've talked about this before, but even our grocery store, we live in a, um, not a, we live in an impoverished neighborhood. Is that, is that that's PC? More, that's more offensive than ghetto. We live in the ghetto. No, uh, we don't even live in the ghetto. We live in a beautiful neighborhood that's surrounded by some some rough areas rough areas high crime low high income. crime low I, don't know, I don't know what the proper term is um, anyway so our grocery we go store, to bed with gunshots every once in a while yeah you've we heard look that. over and we're like firework gunshot i don't know we're still working on what the difference is uh but this is not the grocery store you would expect to see up and coming food choices but there are they well, we are. Get most of our vegan stuff out of this grocery store because people are buying it um, we're buying it, but everyone's buying it. And um, that's, I mean, we're kind of off track here, but this kind of all comes full circle. When this stuff hits the market, they are predicting by the end of 2018, you'll be able to start buying these things at a reasonable price. By 2020, they're thinking that we'll be able to go buy lab burgers um, at the same price that we buy regular burgers. Wow. Uh, well, not really. I mean, aside from the government subsidies, but that's a whole nother bullshit crazy stupid thing that well that's that's really um, cool we'll talk about later um so yeah i mean go buy lab meat i don't think i would (laughs) to bring it off to the end here um i i think it's an awesome idea for the environment um for the health of people but i think my my favorite thing about being a vegan well there's a lot of favorite things Everything I think is a thing is always favorite my favorite thing about being a vegan. I like that there's no like nasty stuff around. Yeah. Um, if something gets old in the refrigerator, or um, if I don't wash a dish perfectly, or I don't know, it's just simple. I know exactly what I'm getting, and this When's just gets. The last time you washed a dish, uh, I put some in the dishwasher today. Oh my god! Do you know that last night I put the laundry detergent out at the dishwasher, and I was like, "This is a test." I saw that there. I was you wondering just... why that was out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm on crutches. That's Me my too. excuse. Anyways, get back to your spiel. You wouldn't buy it? Uh, no, I mean, I like you said earlier, I think I, I would I would try it out. Mm-hmm. I would on it's occasion. Like a, right. But... It's on an occasion, like if I was at a restaurant and they had it. Yeah. Or if I was having like a party and someone like requested it. Like we like we're grilling out maybe. But, yeah, I don't know. There's something about giving up meat. I don't even like... Um, like fake meat substitutes now because I feel like if you're going to be vegan, just be vegan and kind of embrace that. Like I like getting um, like this is going to sound so uh, silly, but <laughs> I like um, taking like inspiration from meat dishes, but I don't necessarily like to recreate that meat because you're not going to. It's not meat. I'm a vegan. Well, the, I don't eat meat. Let's just like leave it. Get that, to it. You know? Yeah. And, I, and we've talked about this too. The, uh, um, the actual palate changes and you start to crave and like different things eventually. And I think I've gotten to that point that I don't really crave the meat anymore. Yeah. But also, I just feel like the we can call it the fake meat or the, the plant-based meats. Um, I can't express this enough to people. 
because it it was done so poorly for so long. Yeah. And now that it's being done very well, those companies are, I, in my opinion, having a difficult time getting into the hands they of are. meat eaters. But we, I mean, we buy these Beyond Beef burgers and it takes a while. But when I can finally get it into somebody's hand and they finally eat it, they're like, holy shit. Because yeah. there's been so many ones that were terrible. Mm-hmm. And uh, even the bacon that you make, uh, when you make me a... Uh, BLTs. Uh, BLTs. Yeah. It's better than any bacon I've ever had. It's so good. And it has that flavor. Interesting. Um, but it's it's like a different flavor. It's not like, oh, I'm being fooled right now. I don't know. But okay. I, I just think they're doing such a good job with that that I'm actually not really concerned with the eating the lab meat. meat. Like I've for a while I was like, Oh, this is perfect. This is the solution to everything. But um I personally think that it's pretty easy to argue that if we stop eating slaughtered animals and we're not eating this crazy scientific weird lab stuff and we just eat the shit that grows out of the ground we're all going to live longer we're all going to be healthier everything's going to be better amen um, sister environment all that stuff i mean still gone just keep it real okay (laughs) sorry got it all right that was good interesting i liked it lab meat yeah. Lots, lots to talk about there. Yeah, any closing oh, thoughts? Oh, no, but I, I wanted to talk in my radio voice. Oh, yeah. Because we were listening to a lot of podcasts on the drive home from the wedding, and everyone talks in kind of a different tone. So tonight's episode is brought to you by... I'm just kidding. This is your host, Lisa, with Lisa Beach. <laughs> All right, we got to go. I'll be beating this is, meat this evening. <laughs> this has gotten way out of control. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, and... Uh, Next up, we've got some really fun interviews. So keep uh, listening, subscribe, and... (coughs) Tell your friends, tell your family, um, and tell us how we're doing. But um, if you do like the show, spread the word. And if you're not vegan... um, It's cool, man. It is cool, and you should talk to us about it. I think that would be a really cool show, and I, I want some more feedback. I think there's a lot of people that listen to this... That aren't vegan. I know there's a lot. I know people that aren't vegan. That's yeah. um, I'd love to have a discussion with why. Not a judgment-based discussion or not like a you should be. Contrary to belief, I'm um, not judgmental. Or I am. I actually don't know what I am. I have no <laughs> idea. I think it's okay to be. Okay no, we got to go. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Thank you. Uh, we'll be back probably next week. So good night. Night. <laughs>